Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how we go from just surviving to full on thriving. You're welcome that I just did that. Um, <laughs> today's episode, I want to talk about intentionally overcoming debilitating fears. Now, this is so, okay, I don't even know where to begin right now. There is a vlog I would love for you guys to watch um, because it it really does kind of give an awesome, cool visual to overcoming like like big fears. Like we we crossed a crazy mountain. It's called Devil's Causeway. Um, it's on my YouTube channel. You can go to you know YouTube.com/simplyollie and you can find the vlog where we cross. Uh, we do a ten mile hike and we cross Devil's Causeway, and it's a it's a really fun visual to watching. You know like moving through fears and what all comes up because I've vlogged the whole way through it. But since since I'm on just a microphone right now uh, with a weird accent, I would love to actually read to you a less cool fear, fear story uh, from my own life. And I'm going to read it to you straight out of my book, Break the Chain. And this is how to face your fears with confidence so that you can create a life that you love. Um, it's definitely not as uh, it's not going to sound as cool as the vlog that I just mentioned, but it's it's probably going to make you laugh. So we're gonna we're gonna dive into it now. Um, if you do dig this book, of course, it is available to grab digitally and physically at www.simplyolly.com/books. Uh, I am gonna read straight out of it for you. You're welcome. And if I mess up, just know that uh, I do that. <laughs> You've been warned. All right, let's talk about intentionally overcoming debilitating fears. Now, the part I am going to read is from chapter three, where we talk all about habits. All right, it's going to start off strong, so just prepare yourself. I could sit here in a rain cloud over how I had habits like trying to drink away my problems, punching my arms, legs, and face to punish myself for my own thoughts saying hurtful things to someone so that I could feel in control of a situation. It does no good to think less of ourselves for who we currently are or were. It doesn't change anything. It doesn't take it, it doesn't take it away. But what does bring, what it does, hello, my goodness, I told you it was going to happen. But what it does bring to light, um, what does, oh my goodness, what does bring light to it is what we choose to do now, how we choose to change it, how we choose to improve. And that is through choosing new habits, new actions, and new thoughts. And if this is feeling too heavy for you, well, don't worry. I also chose to stop running away from butterflies in fear. Yes, I had the habit of feeling scared of butterflies when I saw them, and heaven forbid, they flapped those big old wings near me. Feel free to laugh. Plenty of people have. (laughs) But now I have to laugh and cough. I'm so professional. Again, you're welcome. 
All right, we're back into this. But here's what is great. Let's go ahead and run, pun totally intended, with this butterfly example. Habits are repeated actions that we don't have to try so hard to think about, right? Welp, fears fall into that category, my friend. Okay, so how was my fear of butterflies not serving me and how I wanted to show up in life? Quite frankly, I'd been running from these beauties for quite some time, so it wasn't a super big burden on me for a while. Until I started my jewelry business, that is. Before I was the rad mental health coach you see before you today, I was busting out some pretty awesome resin jewelry. Inside of that resin was something you may or may not have guessed. Dead bugs, bones, beetles, reptile skins, insects, animals, flowers, leaves, you name it. Loads of nature things that I would stumble across or people would find and donate is what I would use. I was getting braver with getting my hands dirty and touching the weird and unusual so that I could create these pieces. Something I hadn't gotten my hands on yet was butterflies, until someone kindly donated some. Then it was game on. But guess what I couldn't do? I couldn't even bring myself to touch a dead, completely still butterfly that had fully lived out its life just laying there on my table. Not even with tweezers. Sure, I was freaked out by living ones flying around, but I was a bit taken aback by the fact that I couldn't pick one up, let alone touch one that wasn't moving. You can straight up imagine me going into pockets and then jumping back like it had bitten me. So clearly, this was a habit that was not serving me and how I wanted to show up in life. Then the habit battle began. Personally, I like to break old habits by building up new ones that directly correlate to the ones I want to break. That way, I'm not trying to focus less on doing something. That was my dog shaking. Um, <laughs> that way, I'm not trying to focus less on doing something I've always done. Instead, I'm practicing more of something new that I want. So I kept trying to get closer to touching those butterflies. I started admiring their colors, their wings, how they behave. I would go outside in our backyard that would always have some flying around and make myself stand still. I created a habit of being comfortable and at ease around them so that I could overwrite my fear. Needless to say, I went on to make some really beautiful necklaces with those butterflies. The icing on the top is truly being outside and marveling at their existence with my kiddos. When one comes near us, we all get super excited. Of course, this entire story could have stopped before it got started, though. And for a lot of people, even perhaps yourself in some situations, it has. If I wasn't willing to grow, if I wasn't willing to challenge myself or choose how my life and self plays out, then this story would have ended swiftly. And all it would have taken was me saying, well, I can't make jewelry with butterflies then. I've always been scared of them. It's just who I am. What a cop out. Am I right? Sure. It's one I know I've used in the past and maybe you have too, but it's just an excuse when it's all said and done. And when I'm willing to dish out some tough love here and say, your excuses don't help you change your life. Your habits really do shape who you are. They're your thoughts, actions, reactions, language, tone, perspective, all of those playing on repeat. So if you really want to change who you are and what your life looks like, then you have to be honest with yourself and recognize that excuses can pop up as a habit and that doesn't serve you either. That is where I'm going to stop reading. Thank you for, my goodness, bearing with me. 
I, I appreciate you so much. Um, I then go on to talk about why those excuses pop up um, and how they're actually um, entangled with our identity and all that fun stuff and how we break that and we get around those doubts and we break those habits. So that's what I'm saying. I literally was so terrified of butterflies, my friend. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I I would duck and run. It was no joke. So the reason, of course, I, I, I wanted to read this to you and bring this up um, is because I want to talk about intentionally overcome debil- overcoming debilitating fears. Now, I also do want to recognize and understand that a lot uh, not a lot, but sometimes those fears uh, can, of course, be born out of trauma, right? Uh, I don't want to just say that you can just like put yourself around the thing or around the experience uh, over and over and be able to overcome it. Sometimes that's not the case. Um, but it still is something that you can overcome because um, your reaction, the way you relate to that experience, right, is the same thing. It continues to play on repeat and What I want to invite you to do uh, with this episode is to see fear as an opportunity for growth, for love, to see fear as an invitation. It's not something that you have to avoid or run away from or is just a, a, a chink in who you are. You know what I'm saying? It is it is an invitation because that is a space within yourself you know, where there is fear, right? That is a space where you can interject more love, more courage, more compassion, right? More intention. It's just an area of yourself that that has the ability to actually expand more and grow more. And that's a really cool thing. It has literally been like a hobby of mine <laughs> over the past few years to seek out or not necessarily seek out but when a fear comes up I see it and I'm like oh hey how are you it's good to see you I'm gonna get through you (laughs) that's and of course you're not gonna feel that way at the start like for sure um and of course I wasn't with the butterflies you know it it was a quick story but of course it was a process uh to continually do that over and over and to touch it and then like squeal and then be like, but it's okay. Like, let's look at the colors and let's try to touch it again. <laughs> like, you know, you have to condition your your body and your mind out of the habit, right? It's, it's mental. It's also physiological, if that's the right word. You know what I'm saying? Where your body has like its own physical reaction. Again, that is also just a habit that is just ingrained in the body, not so much in the mind. So... <sighs> it wasn't always this way. I didn't always uh, seek out things that scared me, but now I can see it as a, as a gauge and as a guide to where I can grow. And that's what I want to encourage you to do the same and um, know that, you know, you can, you can grab this book. This book is completely uh, centered around that because basically the, you're going to hear my book flipping in the background, but um you know, the premise of break the chain is that that chain is all of these uh, unquestioned, un- unchecked uh, fears. And so you get to find them and you get to break them. And the way the book is laid out, because um, I don't know if I really have shared this on the podcast, but if you'd like, even if you wouldn't like, I'm doing it anyway, but I'll walk you through the chapters. <laughs> of course, um, 
So I'm going to walk you through those really quick so you can kind of get a gist because what I want, the purpose with this book is to show you uh, all the different areas in which you can break chains in your life. Uh, it's not just one spot because I, I, I know that, you know, fear can pop up anywhere. It can be uh, harbored anywhere. So, you know, chapter one is talking about courage and fear and really uh, delving into that first, right? Chapter two is about uh, finding those fears in who you are. Chapter three is habits. Chapter four is relationships. Now that chapter, relationships, it's, relationships is big, right? So that, of course, is something that we can explore. And it's something I explore in the book and in subsections where the relationships, uh, it can be your relationship with yourself, with acquaintances and strangers, uh, friendships, family, significant others, uh, it's all those relationships. Then there is a chapter on parenting. Uh, chapter six is your career path. Seven is mental illness. Eight is fears, secrets. And this is where I start to, we, we wrap it back up by talking about uh, fears, secrets, now that you've gotten to explore all these different areas. And then chapter nine is using fear as your guide. And chapter 10 is your life is your choice. So slam my book down on the table. Ha ha. <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be who I am today if, um, if I hadn't broken some chains, if I hadn't, uh, you know, really been intentional with, with getting fears out of the way of my life. And that's what I want to encourage you to do as well is no matter, um, who you are or what life looks like. And I think especially, I do want to call this out after I hiccup. Um, You know, of course, I think this is is massively important for anyone struggling with uh, bipolar anxiety or depression, right? Um, Because it is, it, it gives you so much power back. But I also want to call out anybody else out there who um, is a leader like me or aspiring to be a leader like me and, and wants to be able to, to lead from a really authentic, um, heart-based place where you get to see people and hear people deeper and, um, you know, stand firmly in, in who you are, in your identity, and also be able to uh, show up in the way that, that you want, that is authentic to you, Right. Like, this is super important. Now, of course, you know, I'm talking about this book, but if, you know, if you are a leader or aspiring to be a leader that wants to make change, right? Of course, I, I haven't talked about it a ton, but uh, my program, Beyond the Bad, like that, uh, that is for you. Go check that out <laughs> at www.simplyolly.com slash baytb, which is B-E-Y-T-B. Um, but it's so it's so valuable that no matter uh, who we are or what walk of life we're from, overcoming fears is a game changer, and it doesn't, and it can look like so many things. I guess is where I'm coming from. It it is it can be overcoming fears that are as simple as butterflies. It can be overcoming fears that are as deep as trauma. It can be overcoming fears where you just believe that you are a certain way, and you'll never be able to change that. Like fears go across the board, and that's why I share so many stories and so many examples in my book. Um, of course, they are only from my perspective. I I understand that and I recognize that, but I do feel like. Um, as people, we can find parallels in others' stories 
and be able to help kind of relate them to our own. And I think that's a really cool thing that we kind of automatically do is we find um, connection points, right, between people. And that's why when we read books or hear stories, um, sometimes we can kind of see ourselves in them or we can put ourselves in somebody else's shoes and and live um, from their perspective, uh, even if only temporarily. So, you know, it's a really cool thing to assess your own fears and to also see how somebody else has navigated their fears. Um, it can be really inspiring. And I think, I believe it's something that we all should be doing intentionally. Uh, not that we have to sit here and like seek out all the things that scare the bejesus out of us, right? But we can see one come up and recognize it as such and go, I am going to, I'm going to move through you. I'm going to face you. I'm not going to let you hold power over me anymore. And when we do that, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. And I really talk about that process and I, and I, you know, do share coaching and, and strategy and tactics in that book to help you navigate what is inevitably going to come up when you go to move through fears. Um, I have seen, like I said, this has been a hobby of mine for years. And so I, I've seen this very consistent pattern uh, come up every time, which is fascinating to me. And uh, you'll read about it's called the growth uh, process. And you'll read about that in the chapter on parenting. But it's this it's this parallel that all of us kind of move through when it comes to navigating fears. So mm. Thank you for listening. I hope you really found this uh, helpful. And I hope that if you enjoyed it and you think it would be helpful for other people that you either share, you know, the episode or the podcast on social media, or maybe you let a friend know about it. Um, all All the beautiful ways we can kind of spread the word to help raise the mental health of this planet, because that is super valuable and super important. Um, and also I'll just leave you with this other little, little snippet, but, um, if you, if you have bought one of my books, uh, and you can, please, uh, I would love for you to leave a review on Amazon. It would mean the absolute world to me. It's going to help more people, uh, find those books and read those books, which is really cool. And also if you haven't already, um, if you could leave a, a review, that was really loud. I'm sorry. Uh, if you could leave a review on the on iTunes or on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, that would also be amazing and super helpful. I just want to help spread the word um, and really help, you know, shift and shape the mental health of this planet. And that uh, is not a job that only I can do. It's also something that you can help do by sharing these things um, and spreading the word and spreading what you've learned and and all, all the awesomeness. So, Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.